Great things are not done by impulse, but by a series of small things brought together. Vincent Van Gogh. Vincent is right, and that's what's on today's Zen Sandwich. You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that encourages mindfulness, gratitude, and hopefully an occasional laugh. I'm Mark Reed, a former college professor and lawyer. Now I live in the countryside of Japan, make traditional Japanese paper, and try to make myself and the world a little better today than it was yesterday. I'm here twice a week, either with research and observations, or talking with inspiring, artistic, and influential people. The idea is to bring some calm and kindness to the world and help you do the same. Hey, here we are. The topic today is that it is an accumulation of small actions that yield big results and the zen of saying no. So it's kind of a twofer today. Uh, What's in it for you? How about not feeling overwhelmed? Not falling off of a habit you're trying to start? not putting off projects. We all know what that feels like, right? Me too. Uh, But I've certainly gotten better over time and and practice. Lots of daily practice. And that's what I share with you today. First, let me give a quick shout out to Carolyn Exum, uh, a new patron supporter of the show. Thank you so much, Carolyn, for your contribution to Zen Sandwich, to spreading calm and kindness to the world. Every buck of support goes directly back into the show. So we've we've all heard the quote, uh, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. That's generally attributed to Lao Tzu, the founder of Taoism. It's paraphrased, of course. Uh, for starters, Lao Tzu didn't think in terms of miles, an English-based system of measurement. And there's always some uh, minuscule loss of nuance when translating languages. Uh, take it from me, I go between Japanese and English every day, and there are frequently subtle differences of meaning in the way something is said in one language and how it is said and received in another. The more direct translation of Lao Tzu here is simply, a journey begins beneath one's feet. Or maybe you know the uh, the adage, every oak tree starts as an acorn. Both the paraphrase quote and the adage are truisms. That is, they are obvious statements that don't, in and of themselves, add to your intellect. Still, they're worth considering, reminding yourself, and more importantly, actually practicing them, instead of simply quoting Lao Tzu from time to time and pretending to be wise. I've previously mentioned on the show about painting the interior of a house once, and feeling overwhelmed, and then saying to myself, okay, I'm just going to paint this one wall, and when I'm finished, I'll do another wall eventually getting through the whole thing. But uh, but let's change the example here. If, if you set out to write a 300-page book, generally speaking, you don't sit down and type out 300 continuous pages. Rather, it's more like writing just five pages and, well, doing that 60 times. <laughs> so if you wrote five pages a day, and that's something very doable, by the way. I mean, I, I easily write as much as that uh, I don't say every day, but frequently I cover more than five pages. And um, and you didn't take off weekends. You'd finish writing a 300-page book in two months. Anyone can do that. You, you may think, oh, I could never write a book. Yeah, you can, actually. Anyone can. If you simply wrote one page a day, 
you would write a book within a year. You could even take a few days off. You could take about 65 days off, and you'd have a 300-page book at the end of a year. Well, what about a habit you want to incorporate in your life? Uh, whether it's exercise, reading more, gardening, uh, keeping your house clean, whatever it is, the key to success with habits is a small step of action. We look at a messy room and think, I'm never going to get this shit done. <laughs> or, uh, or we look at a big book and think, uh-uh, there's no way. That's never going to happen. No way, man. Uh, or we look at exercise and think, I just don't feel like working out, getting sweaty, all that junk. Okay, all of those resistant-minded complaints are sensible. I, I get it. You know, I do it. <laughs> um, so what do you do about that? Well, you you pick one shirt off the floor of that messy room and you hang it up. Just do that. If you're exhausted after that, walk away. But you'll probably find the strength to pick up the next item of clothing or a dirty dish or, or whatever. Or do one push-up. Just one. Maybe you'll do another. Maybe not. We get so overwhelmed by the final goal that we have in mind, whether it's a clean house or losing 20 pounds, and how far away the goal seems that we forget to do the small things with great love. That's right, do it with love. Actually be thankful for your ability to bend over and pick up that shirt off the floor. Not everybody can do that. You are fortunate compared to many others, pretty much regardless of what circumstances you're in. There's someone somewhere that has it a little worse off than you do. If you want to read more, but you're not quite ready to tackle Tolstoy's War and Peace or Don Quixote by Cervantes or whatever, read a single page. Hell, read a sentence. You get the idea. Do small things with great love and attention. Be content with the small steps. Because that's all life is, really. An accumulation of seemingly infinite amount of small steps. It all adds up and at some point you get far down the line and look back and realize, wow, look at how much I've done. Okay, at that point, pat yourself on the back for about three seconds. Say congratulations. Then get back to the present and do the next small step. This is all very zen, by the way. Or when there are too many projects to complete, so you don't do any. Just pick one and do one small step of completing that one project and enjoy doing it. Get the project moving with small movements and small victories. Here's my caveat slash asterisk. You know, I, I throw these in sometimes. Uh, here it is for this one. An essential component of picking your projects and doing some action on it is prioritizing, and most importantly, saying no now and then. Sometimes that's saying no to yourself. You know, I, I'm not doing this thing. I'm going to focus on this, this this one thing in front of me. So I'm going to say no to this other project. I'm not going to try to do ten, all the 10 things on my list today. So saying no is Zen too, actually. Many people take on a lot more than they can reasonably achieve. Instead of getting ahead, they spend too much time trying to stay afloat. It happens to be too. So why do people say yes when they want to say no? 
There's a couple of reasons I, I put together here. I mean, one, I think they don't want to annoy or anger someone. Or two, they don't want to miss out on the future. If somebody invites you to a party, you don't really want to go, but, oh, you might miss something. Uh, you don't want to seem rude. Um, you know, I'm from the South, and that's, uh, I don't want to say we're yes people in the South, but, you know, a lot of times we're very agreeable, and um, even though it's something we don't want to do. Or you really want to help, or you or you like the validation of being asked to do something, of being invited somewhere. The problem with agreeing to these things on these bases is, is that you aren't adequately valuing yourself or your time, and both are sacred. Making a no list is much harder than making a yes list, isn't it? Uh, if you're unsure of your ability to commit to something, then don't. You don't have to flat out say no if that's hard for you. You can say, you know, I want to do this, but it's an impossibility for me right now. Or, I, I wish I could, but I can't. And when you're telling someone no, don't say you're sorry when you do this. You aren't doing anything wrong by saying no. And of course, you know, if you don't want to say, I want to do this, and but it's impossible right now, or I wish I could, but I can't, uh, it's okay to, to plainly say no sometimes. There's nothing rude or hurtful about the word no. It says that you value your time and, and their requests because you can't give it your full attention or interest. So be nice about it, but decline stuff more often. Take time to value yourself. Your needs and interests are just as valuable as everyone else's. I don't mean be selfish. I certainly don't mean that. Be kind and altruistic, but take care of yourself too. Okay, so what's the takeaway here? Here's your five-minute zen for today. I'm going to give you a mantra that you should incorporate in your life daily. Tell yourself often, big things start small. I mean, right when you get out of bed in the morning, when you're thinking about you got to shower, make breakfast, get ready, etc., remind yourself, big things start small. Say it aloud if you need to. This awareness frees your mind at that moment of continuously thinking about results that are beyond your control until you achieve your daily targets. And, what you know, whether it's me doing this podcast or whether you're completing a college degree or building a deck on your house or planning a baby shower, whatever. Hell, even just making your bed in the morning requires you to give attention to each corner, to smooth it out, to even it up. Give attention to each detail of life. Don't rush it. Stop rushing it. You're going to die anyway. <laughs> I don't say that to be morbid. I say that to give you freedom to take your time and give attention to the small steps of life. That's all life is anyway. A series of small steps. Learn to love those small movements. Practice loving those small movements. The small actions of your day-to-day -day life. If you do that, life isn't actually short, contrary to what people say. When you give attention to the small moments that make up your life, and take time to appreciate them. Life is actually long. Because you're, you're taking it all in. Instead of always rushing towards some goal. <laughs>
So there you have it, folks. Big things start small. Remind yourself all the time. I'm going to remind myself today. Um, I'm actually going to a Japanese tea ceremony later today. And I, that, <laughs> I bring that up because that, if you're not familiar with it, each choreographed movement in a tea ceremony uh, is, you know, it's all about the very small individual specific movements. That's very Zen stuff right there. Um, and I, I hope to film it and, uh, and put it on the YouTube channel. If you, uh, if you catch out the show on YouTube, um, uh, in the future, look out for a tea ceremony there. Uh, I hope to be viewer supported if possible. If you enjoy the episodes, please consider helping out with uh, three bucks or so. Every contribution, 100%, it really does go back into growing the show, whether it is uh, through paying fees for hosting and distribution, for marketing, or for equipment. Every single dollar of support goes directly into the show. Uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash zensandwich. And if you can't do that right now, no worries. I'm glad you're listening. You can still help out the show by uh, just telling somebody about it. So if you like it, tell, tell a friend. Uh, that's it. Remember, big things start small. Enjoy those small actions. Be calm and kind and breathe. Don't forget to breathe.